Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez, and this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 32, make that 33 plus years now. We've been here. You're inside looking to the world of first combat sports. We'll talk a little boxing in this hour. Of course, the UFC hot and heavy tonight. The heavyweight championship on the line. A battle between the current champion and the former champion, Stip Miocic and Junior Dos Santos. Going to slug it out, baby. 10 p.m. Eastern Time live on pay-per-view from American Airlines Arena in Dallas, Texas. Of course, some boxing on the... Uh, schedule as well. Of course, Canelo in the rearview mirror now. Canelo and Chavez making a whole lot of money last week in a fight that really didn't go anywhere. But then again, if you listen to this show, you knew what time it was anyway. Set up time, baby. Golovkin and Canelo, September 16th, Las Vegas. What happens there? God knows what. It's a coin flip of a fight, folks. That's right. People will say Golovkin's going to go in there and smoke Canelo like a Tijuana blunt. Well, guess what? That ain't happening. Not anytime soon, and definitely not September 16th. So we've got lots of fights to talk about. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The text line, you can text me as well. 415-275-1613. The text line, once again, 415-275-1613. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 33 plus years now on Sports Byline iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Live from San Francisco, this is Ring Talk. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800 760 Eight ninety five. 
Looking to break away this spring? Visit the sun-soaked bayside town of Tiburon, located just minutes from San Francisco. The lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own garden. Spring rates starting from $199 a night. Join us at the lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068 or go to lodge at tiburon.com. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. But falling ever further behind him. Oh no! That's what we were worried about. He won't get up from that. He's at a right hand. We're going to see it again. Here it comes. Graham on the attack. Oh look! That, and he was out before he hit the floor. Gee, that was one hell of a shot. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That kills some people, but my mother said it wasn't bragging when you were telling the truth. Bottom line is, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Clock says 13 minutes past the hour. The Saturday show, of course, for an hour, folks, who come by both boxing. It's all about combat sports, boxing, mixed martial arts, a little pro wrestling, a little taekwondo, you name it, new women's new women's wrestling. Yeah, we cover that to an extent as well. But that Saturday is 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour. And, of course, the Sunday show, the wrap-up show, 11 a.m. Pacific time, two hours, an hour of boxing and an hour of mixed martial arts live here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Now, I take you back seven days, Las Vegas, Nevada, the Battle of El Mexico, folks. I'm talking about Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., the son of an icon. Sick. Anyway, taking on the once-beaten current iconic, the great uh, Canelo Alvarez, of course, the young man from, what's he, 27 years old now, 22 years old, lost a fight to Floyd Mayweather. I mean, come on. People say to me, he's got slow feet. And you know what? If you've got slow feet and fast hands, you can make up for those slow feet with those fast hands, with your boxing acumen. The fact that he was able to dip side to side, the fact that he never got hit over 12 rounds. I didn't see Julio Cesar Chavez land a significant blow in 12 rounds. That's 36 minutes of battle. 36 minutes and not landing a punch? What did that tell you? You know, Chavez was there. Listen, after about after about two and a half minutes into this, the first round wasn't even over yet. And Chavez is saying to himself, whoa, I'm in too deep. Whoa, what am I going to do? It's like, it's like driving a car and not knowing how to drive a car. You're going down the road. Maybe this turn's coming up. You don't know handle, how to handle a turn because guess what? You've never been in this situation before. And Chavez had never been in a situation where he was going to be owned. I mean, he was just going to be owned. I mean, e God, I've never been owned in a ring, per se. Been beaten up, lost a few fights, but never owned. You know, getting owned is something that it goes down deep in your soul. And you knew, you know, you're on the verge of being drilled just about any time. You make a mistake, and guess what? It slides out. So I've never been in that shot, but Chavez was in that position from, from the first round on. And, of course, he fought to survive for the most part. I mean, people say, oh, he didn't do much. Well, he made $12 million bucks, $12 million payday for one night, not taking that much of a licking. That wasn't too bad because had he tried to go out on his shield, had he tried to do the old Mexican warrior routine and rumble back and forth with Canelo Alvarez, he would have ended up flat on his back. I mean, he would have been ended up looking up those ring lights for a long, like Buster Douglas put, putting, putting, putting his hand over his eyes. He'd have been there a long, long time. And it's not that... It's not that he wasn't in proper condition for this, because, you know, in the past, the kid, the son of Julio Cesar Chavez Sr., of course, the Mexican icon, long considered uh, maybe the greatest Mexican fighter of all time. Of course, went 77-0. I saw him in 1982 in his pro debut. It was in Sacramento, California, against a guy that I used to spar with. And you're going to laugh when you hear this name, but his, his name was Jerry Lewis. 
and he'll spell just like the comedian, and he fought just like the comedian, I kid you not. Anyway, but the bottom line is Chavez beat him in December of 1982. Of course, that was in Sacramento, California, on the Bobby Chacon Bazooka Limon undercard. And, you know, I wasn't all that impressed with him. Jack Fisk and I were being told he was like the next Mexican rage. And what happened, he, he did become the next Mexican rage, no doubt about that. But his son, it's, it's tough. It's like having, how can I put this? It's like having two masters. You know, you can't, you can't duplicate genius, genius just by, by having a kid. In other words, I'm going to have a kid so he's going to be as great as I am or he's going to have the talents that I have. That just doesn't work. You and I, we, everybody knows that, okay? But they tried to force this boxing thing on Chavez late in his life because he had no amateur career. Here was a kid that, that grew up in the suburbs. He didn't grow up in, in, uh, in, with security guards. He didn't grow up in, um, in, 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 a, in a trailer. What did he know? Chavez Sr. grew up in a boxcar, a railroad boxcar. He lived out of a railroad train car, I kid you not, him and his family. That's how tough things were when he started out his professional boxing endeavors, okay? The kid, the kid lived in the suburbs. The kid was like, when I interviewed him in San Jose, I guess that might have been about 12, 13 years ago, maybe now. Um, he didn't shave. I remember I asked him, do you shave? He said, no, no, I don't shave. Whoa, kid didn't shave, turn him pro, son of Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. You know, there's all this notoriety around him. All the press wants to talk to him. And, you know, he's not much of an interview, but here is this young kid with a nice smile. And, you know, maybe he can go somewhere. Well, he went a lot of places. And the furthest he went was beating Andy Lee for the WBC title. I think he stopped Lee in either the 4th or the 11th. Both numbers seem to be coming into my mind right now. But the bottom line is he did stop Andy Lee. Andy Lee was capable. But Andy Lee was the most robotic fighter I've seen come along in a long, long time. I mean, you could almost predict, here comes this punch. Here comes that punch. Wait, wait. Hold on. Did I tell you this punch is coming? He wasn't unorthodox as much as he was just clumsy. So I never realized how, how Andy Lee got into Emmanuel Stewart's heart uh, like he did. Of course, the great Emmanuel Stewart told me that Andy Lee was going places. I said, I, yeah, 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 okay, Emmanuel. Oh, okay. You know, I didn't disagree with him. Oh, okay. But I just didn't see the, we had professional disagreement in the abilities of Andy Lee. But Andy Lee was still world class. And when he and Chavez clashed for that WBC middleweight title, Chavez walked away victorious. He made 160 pounds. He beat a hundred, a decent 160 pound guy, had that title, more props to him. That was his prime. Everything from there on after, and eh, just living off that one name, Chavez. Of course, last week, maybe the end came to uh, living off that name when he lost a 12-round shutout to Canelo Alvarez. When I say 12-round shutout, I mean, he never won. He never won a minute of any rounds. In fact, maybe we could break it down to you like this. He never won a 30-second break of any round. Maybe let me break it down to you better than that. He never won a 15-second instant of any round. Think about that. He didn't win a 15-second instant of any, any a 15-second portion of any round. Wow. Tells you what kind of shutout that was. Canelo just pumped that jab on him. He threw gangster hooks once in a while, threw some nice right hands, clumsy looking over overhand right hands, trying to penetrate Chavez's defense. And that's what Chavez was on most of the night, defense. That's what I think Nacho Veristein taught him, how not to take a whipping. How not to take? How not to get annihilated in three or four rounds? Because had Chavez uh, not worked with Bernstein, I don't think he would have made the distance. I really don't. I think he would have had to sacrifice himself or go for it at some point in time. But he was disciplined, disciplined in that he wasn't going for it. When I say going for it, I mean not going for it. Straight up, you are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Chavez, of course, and my man Canelo Alvarez. In the rear rear mirror. And in the next segment, um, I think we'll, we're going to talk about Willie Pep. I think we'll scrap the Willie Pep. I think we'll go on to Golovkin and uh, Canelo Alvarez, of course, set for September the 16th for the World Middleweight Championship. And basically, this is a fight that, that will bring everything everything to the forefront. It will bring 
the Russian contingent, the big Russian contingent around the world, of course, the Mexican contingent, the American fight fan. This fight's going to do great, great numbers internationally. Mark my words, it will do a whole lot better than people are saying today. The day after, people are scratching their heads saying, how did that fight make so much money? Well, when you put the best against the best, baby, that's what happens in the world of professional boxing. You make money. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The text line. Text me if you want. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You are tuned to Ring Talk live from Sports Byline. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. I'm great. Thank you, Pedro. I'm great. I feel great. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warren Tech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- 480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. By now, you know all too well that SR22 Auto Insurance is way more than you'd ever want to pay. You probably thought you didn't have a choice, but you were wrong. Our company specializes in low-cost, very affordable SR22 Auto Insurance for high-risk drivers. We know that mistakes happen, so take pride in being able to offer absolutely free quotes for this very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. We're standing by at 800-758-0725. The only thing you need to do is stop waiting around while your monthly payments stay as high as they are. Our knowledgeable representatives are ready for your call at 800-758-0725. The quote is free, and we'll even handle the filings so you could start saving money every month even sooner. Call 800-758-0725. That's 800-758-0725. Once more, 800-758-0725. There's only one Mayweather. There's only one Mayweather. He talks the talk and he walks the walk. Walking to the money land. Thank God he wasn't a singer, huh? Yeah. Because he couldn't hold a note if he put it in his pocket. 
This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Payback, the great JB, James Brown. <laughs> Godfather of soul. What more can I say? Should have stayed off that PCP, man. Bottom line is, you know, Canelo Alvarez, of course, seven days away from having removed Julio Cesar Chavez uh, Jr. from the boxing landscape. And, of course, it would have been by knockout. But, you know, you got to take it takes two to dance. That's another thing. Widespread criticism all over the Internet because Chavez wasn't knocked out. Well, you know, you got to knock out a guy either when you hit him with a punch he doesn't see coming or you, you catch him on surprise, you hit him to the body and make him drop his hands. There's all kinds of different facets to make it knocking a guy out. But when you've got a guy going in there fighting like a turtle, what I mean is a turtle having that turtle shell defense, you're not going to hit him too often. And Chavez was fighting square on purpose in order to uh, make sure he saw everything coming at him. In other words, that's why I think he fought as square as he did. I mean, had he fought at an angle, been able to use that height and reach to an extent and not leaned in, He'd have presented a decent jab, but uh, soon after this thing got started, Chavez realized nothing is going to work here. You know what I'm saying? None of the training I went in, nothing I can do. No, I mean, unless unless this guy gets struck by a bolt of lightning, I'm not going to win this fight. So it goes 120 to 108, 12 rounds of zip, as far as the scorecards are concerned. Um, some of the Chavez fans said to me, well, you know, he, uh, he had been awful. Well, I mean, all these excuses, there's no excuses involved. He lost to the better man. The better man was Saul Alvarez. Now, 49-1-1, of course. The kid that turned pro at the age of 15, knocking people out in the streets, street fights, for money. Back then, I kid you not. And, of course, that was not 2005 when he turned pro. Some guy by the name of Abraham Gonzalez bit to dust in like 44 seconds, I think, something like that, in Jalisco, Mexico. But from that point forward, they knew, the boxing people in Mexico, knew that they had a star in their hands. They just knew it. You knew it from before when he before he turned pros. I said beating up older men for street fights and and in different towns and making money and doing so at the age of fifteen. So he was the real deal. Much like the uh, the the tragic uh, the tragedy that ended up being David Gonzalez out of Houston, Texas. Of course, he was a great fighter himself, with a lightweight, world rated, no doubt about that. Back in the nineties, I believe. And of course, he shot a guy. Uh, in the back seat of his car when he when he was driving, he had a gun and he was in the back seat. The guy in the front seat died because the gun went off and killed the guy in the front seat. Then he killed the guy in a boxing ring. Then he killed another guy in a bar. Fest. Anyways, a lot of deaths surrounding him. And I think the sort of the same thing sort of happened with this young man. Anyway, back to Saul Alvarez, forty nine one and one. What can you say about that record? Nothing but stellar. I mean, at one fifty four. He was unbeaten. The only fight he lost was in 2013. Of course, that's four years ago now against <clears throat> Floyd Mayweather, and that was a 12-round majority nod. I guess one judge started even. He must have been crazy on that one. Anyway, uh, yeah, C.J. Ross. Remember C.J. Ross? C.J. Ross had that fight with uh, – she had one fight really, really off, and, of course, they banned her and ran her out of the country. I think she's she's living in Thailand in exile. I kid you not. Anyway, Craig McKinney had a 117-111. And uh, Dave Murray had a 116-112, or eight rounds of four for Floyd Mayweather that day, and of course 2013. Now Mayweather was 44-0 at that point. Now he's 49-0. Canelo at that point in time was a, a still a green guy. He surely were, he really was still a green guy, and he ran off you know wins against guys like uh, Anfredo Agulo, Arizona Alanda, James Kirkland, Miguel Cotto, Amir Khan, Liam Smith, and of course now Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. And when I look at that lineup, I say to myself, well, outside of Mr. Cotto there, I probably don't see anybody headed in Mayweather. I don't see any, any, anybody probably headed to uh, the Hall of Fame. Okay, because American, hmm, maybe not. Anyway, um, but you have to look at they're all decent guys. They're all tough guys. They're all world-class guys. And his big Canelo into a position now where he can fight as a middleweight, 160 pounds. He is a big guy. Across the body, he's bigger than Golovkin. Yeah, he's shorter as far as height's concerned, but he's bigger across the back. And that's going to mean a whole lot. I mean, he's got a big, thick neck. The guy's, I mean, he was too thick last week at 164, whatever they weighed in at 164 and a half. And of course, eventually coming in the ring in the 80s. So that was sort of uncool, I thought, as far as his weight was concerned. And I thought it made him a, a bit sluggish to an extent, too. So you ought to think about that next time and maybe try to come in in the 70s. You know, back in the day when. The great Sugar Ray Robinson would fight like a light heavyweight or or even when he fought at middleweight. 
it wasn't, you know, he'd weigh in that morning, he'd weigh in the, he'd walk in the ring about maybe 161, 162, something like that. And when he fought Joey Maxim for the light heavyweight championship, 175, of course, that fight in which he fell apart from the heat in the 14th round, um, he weighed in like 161, 162 for 175 pound title fight because he said he didn't want to be bigger and slower than his natural size would, would, uh, would, would indicate. Anyway, same thing with Canelo Alvarez. He can't be going into 184 anymore. He needs to step in that ring about 170, 175. I mean, you got to have a little bit of discipline. You can't give him ice cream and, and all the water and all the juice he wants, everything right after the, uh, the weigh-in. Of course, the weigh-in's taken the day before now. And there was a big attraction at the weigh-in last week, like thousands of people showed up, and it was a sold-out El Marino almost. It was, like, it was like the fight itself. But people say to me, how did those weigh-ins get started the day before? Well, that was all about... My buddy Bob Spagnuolo, when he had Frank Tate, and Frank Tate was dying to make weight back in 1988, so he pleaded with the commission to have the weigh-in the day before, and they did. And Bob's uh, Bob's uh, impression of that was, or his feelings were, that you could publicize the fight more, you could picture, put pictures on the weigh-in uh, on the news that night, and it would publicize boxing more. And and when I think about it at the end, of course, I think it bastardized boxing to a extent. But I love my buddy Bob Spagnuolo. Of course, guys probably. How can I put this? The 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 uh, the idea of having a weigh-in 24 or 36 hours before a fight is that a guy gets to replenish all his fluids and he's not going to be hurt as easily and things like that and he won't be as weak. Blah 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 blah. But the bottom line is, you know, guys should be fighting like Canelo and Chavez last last week were weighing in their 80s when these guys fought. These guys weighed in at 164. So if you think that. You know, if it was fair and I was weighing like 139, if I was fighting 139 today, Junior Walter or I snagged four Golden Glove championships, if I was fighting 139 today, I would walk in the ring, even if I weighed in the day before, I would walk in the ring no higher than 43 or 44. I just wouldn't, okay? I wouldn't put on that kind of weight. It just was unnatural. So here I would be fighting a guy that's 20 pounds bigger than me, and that didn't work too well when I fought Ernie Chavez, of course, who fought Melvin Taylor, the ex-world champion. On, in Sacramento, California, it just it, it just didn't because when guys put on body mass in boxing, professional boxing, when you put these body, you know, you have this huge edge against the other guy, and I put you body masses, they count, they just do, and that's why I think that the body mass advantage to Canelo Alvarez is going to make him the stronger guy against Gennady Golovkin. He and Golovkin, it's going to be a shootout. No doubt about it. Back and forth, both guys are willing to go to the body. It's a perfect fight. I mean, wow. What is Golovkin now? 37-0, 38-0, 35 knockouts. I mean, wow. Hasn't had, hasn't, I mean, the only knockout, the only guy that went to the decision was Danny Jacobs. And some people found fault in that. But, you know, Jacobs was the guy that fought to win. And when he couldn't win anymore, he fought to survive. And once you fight to survive, again, hard to knock out a guy that's fighting to survive. Ask Canelo Alvarez. Same thing applied with Gennady Golovkin. So what did I tell you? Fireworks, baby. September the 16th, only on pay-per-view. Canelo Alvarez, 49-1. Wow, the great Gennady Golovkin, undefeated, 38-0. Something's got to give. What's it going to be? Ah, what's it going to be? I'm leaning towards, well, I'm leaning towards. I'll just put it to you like that. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. After the break, we're shifting gears. Going to talk a little mixed martial arts. Of course, the heavyweight championship of the world as far as the UFC, the world of mixed martial arts on, online tonight. American Airlines Arena, Dallas, Texas, of course. My man, Stip Miocic, the man that brought put Cleveland on the map, no doubt about that, of course. Knocking out uh, for 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 doing for the world heavyweight championship is all benefit. He's all business, but will it be enough for the former champion, Junior Dos Santos, to take him out? Because Dos Santos... Good boxer, but lots of punishment taken by that young man, no doubt about that. Think of the two different Cain Velasquez fights. I mean, wow, holy cow. I just can't say anymore. I've never seen a guy take more punishment in my entire life in two fights than he did against Cain Velasquez. So what I'm trying to tell you is, why is he still fighting? Why is he still breathing? That's probably the better question, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA, of course, we come to you each and every Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The Saturday edition, Sunday we come back with a two-hour edition, of course, 11 a.m. Pacific time as well. Um, as far as fights are concerned, 
Uh, AWE is showing a fight today at noon Pacific time. That's 3 p.m. Eastern time. Kaya Yafai taking on Seguro Maranaka. That's going to be for the WBA 115-pound title. I don't know what channel it is, but I think if you go to VIPbox.tv or Euro, what is it, firstrowsports.eu, something like that, I think you might be able to pick up that broadcast from wherever it's coming from. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Little Tower of Power bringing this break. JB and the All-Stars. Wow, being the covered, of course. What did James Brown say one time? Those guys do James Brown better than James Brown does James Brown. I'm talking about the great Tower of Power. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline. Next up, we're talking Stip Miocic, the world heavyweight champion, defending against the great Junior Dos Santos, or is he great, or is he damaged? We'll talk about that after the break. Live, this is Sports Byline and Ring Talk. Pedro, I want to thank you because, for me, you are a legend, you know. You are a legend. I read your articles uh, to the, uh, uh, before 1999, 1998, and uh, I think you are the most... Uh, special uh, boxing person for me, for me. Your articles were great. were uh, historic articles. I am a little nervous every time we talk. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Hey there. Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800-692-0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. Looking to break away this spring? Visit the sun-soaked bayside town of Tiburon, located just minutes from San Francisco. The lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own garden. Spring rates starting from $199 a night. Join us at the lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068 or go to lodgeattiburon.com. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Oh, good right hand by Stipe. Arlovsky turns. This could be it. That's it. it. That's it is That's all it. over. Wow. Just like that. Wow. Stipe Miocic. He's screaming at Dana White. Give me my shot. Give me my shot. Give it now, to me. more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Woo, it's going to be good. He holds my hand, I'm so proud. 
Jimmy Ochick, August 19, 1982, date of birth, 34 years old, of course, Euclid, Ohio, man, he is the man, no doubt about the world heavyweight champ, he's got an amateur boxing background, of course, his record, a stellar one, 16-2, of course, the two losses, that one loss, the last loss, a very controversial decision to Junior Dos Santos, of course, that's the man he's taken on tonight, defending the world heavyweight championship, that fight took place in December of 2014, went five rounds, of course, USC on Fox, Dos Santos versus Miocic, and you know, I mean, when you look back at that card, that fight, it probably could have won either way, but Stip Miocic needed to make a statement. He made that statement when he knocked out for Beast Verdun. You have to make statements. In the world. Listen, if you let things go to the judges, I remember one time, not bragging or boasting, but I was fighting in Tucson, Arizona at 147 pounds, allegedly. So I came to town weighing 140. I flew in on Southwest Airlines so I'm by myself, a PSA, I think it was called back then. I flew him by myself, and I went to the weigh-in that morning, and they weighed us in according to, to size. They looked at us. I kid you not. This is for the World PAL Championships, okay? So I'm, what the, what the, anyway. And so they weigh us in like that, and I dropped this guy in the first round, the second round, and bowled him over with a body shot in the third, in, the, in one round. I knocked him down two rounds and knocked him over with a body shot in another round. So it was total domination, and they let him take away a split decision. So when you, uh, when you walk away with a 21, a blackjack in your hand, when you're sitting there at the, the dealer's table and, the, and these guys giving you a king and an ace and the guy, that's beat, the guy is beating you with a pair of fives, something's wrong. And that's just the way you would feel, I think, if you were a boxer getting shorted. Anyway, he was shorted in 2014. At least he believes so. Now he's got a chance to erase all of that, of course, coming up tonight, taking on Junior Dos Santos. And Dos Santos, as I said earlier, quite the damaged goods. I mean, if this guy is a candidate for CPE or chronic uh, traumatic injuries as far as the brains are concerned, I mean, nobody is. I mean, the beatings he took against Cain Velasquez, they were, how can I put this, they were the most memorable beatings I've ever seen in my life. i just put it to you like that. I've never, ever seen guys in boxing, in MMA, in the street. I've seen great street fights. I've never seen guys get beaten that bad ever, 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 ever. And for him to keep rocking and rolling, I mean, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm astonished. And of course, his record overall, 22 and four, before the fights he's lost have all been by decision. No, they haven't. He lost that fight that came last week. He got stopped in that one fight. So I guess the, this record here by Wikipedia is not all that right. But then again, Wikipedia is not all that right all to begin with. Anyway, I'm looking here at some of his fight highlights and. When you look at Junior Dos Santos and you realize that you know, he beat Ben Rothwell in his last fight, he lost to Alistair Overeem before that. Come on, losing to Alistair Overeem? Come on, got TKO by Alistair Overeem? You know, that's got to say something about you. And then that was in 2015, of course. He lost the fight. He won the fight with Miocic in 2014. That was coming off the Cain Velasquez loss, of course. Lost that fight to Cain Velasquez. That was just ugly, wasn't it? The most ugliest fight you ever want to see in your life. Yeah. Anyway, Overeem, Rothwell after that. Ben's in a good role, but Ben's not the greatest guy in the world. Anyway, bottom line is that sets him up, of course, for tonight's fight. Junior Dos Santos, eh, probably not. He's a good boxer, and I'm trying to trying I'm trying to promote this in a healthy way, but it just it's just hard for me to promote a fight in a healthy way. In in, in uh, oh, he was he did go to this decision according according to the score, scores here. But uh, in both those Velasco's fights, but I remember one of those fights being stopped. So that's got to be an area that, or I have a brain fart going on. Anyway, Dos Santos and Miocic in the main event tonight. Look for Miocic to win that fight, unless Santos can jump on him first and hurt him first. If you can hurt your guy first, that always has a lot to win, a lot to do with winning. I mean, he sort of throws all those game plans out the window. What was your game plan? Well, my game plan was to. Uh, get into the third round. Well, it didn't happen if you got knocked out in the first round. Sid Milchick, Junior Dos Santos, World Heavyweight Championship, main event, no doubt about that, tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 o'clock Pacific Time, live on pay-per-view or the internet, be it your choice. Um, Jessica Andrade, they're calling it Andrade versus Joanna. Of course, Joanna J is a fantastic fighter, absolutely no doubt about that. <clears throat> the women's 115-pound champion of the UFC, Joanna J. I'm not going to go into that last name because... All right, Jendrzejczyk. How's that? Pretty good. Anyway, the real fight that I want to uh, watch on this fight card, and I'll get to it a little bit later, but as part of the FX card, that's right. It's gonna. Oh, let me let me let me, let me lay the schedule out to you. 
3 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 o'clock Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Eastern Time. Get it straight, Pedro. Um, UFC Fight Pass starts with three fights. Then they go to FX Cable at 5 o'clock Pacific Time. 5 o'clock Pacific time. They go to FX Cable for four fights, which is topped by Eddie Alvarez and Dustin Poirier. Eddie Alvarez, the former UFC champion. Eddie Alvarez, the former Bellator champion. Eddie Alvarez taking on Dustin Poirier. Poirier is on a hell of a roll right now. I think Poirier is a guy right now. People are saying to me, no, you're wrong. Eddie Alvarez is favored here. The Las Vegas bookmakers think that, that Eddie Alvarez is going to win. Well, most of the time they're right. There's no doubt about it. But I think here... I think Dustin Poirier has got a hell of a shot to pull off the upset. So I'll go through the – there's the Fight Pass card and the FX card, which starts at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Marco DiRea taking on James Vick. That's a lightweight contest at 155. Chase Sherman at heavyweight taking on Rashad Coulter. These guys are going to duke it out, of course, any way between 206 and 265 pounds. That is the heavyweight limit in the world of the UFC. And Chaz Skelly going to be taking on in a featherweight bout, going to take on Jason Knight, 145, and of course, Eddie Alvarez and Dustin Poirier in the main event as far as the FX card on uh, the preliminary card on FX cable is concerned. So MMA returns, UFC returns to FX. It hasn't been there for a while. Usually it's been Fox Sports 1 or Fox Sports 2 or something like that. So sort of cool getting back on the bigger network. But this card, the pay-per-view card, end of the card, I think, is is worthy of watching, worthy of paying for. You know, it's tough to want to 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 want to dip into your pocket and spend eighty or ninety bucks to watch a fight. It's just, it's just tough. It's just it, it's it's tough. I mean, if you've got to think between you know, if you're suppose you're a smoker, you think, hey man, you know, I got to cut down on smoking. I got to cut down on this. Or you're an eater, I got to cut down. I go, you know, you've got to cut down on something if you want to make these sacrifices sometimes and watch these fights each month for ninety bucks a pop or whatever they cost now, close to that in high-definition pay-per-view. But, you know, the rest of the pay-per-view card, excellent one. Demi Amaya take on a Jorge Masvidal. That's a good fight. I mean, that could be a main event on uh, on any other entity but a pay-per-view card. Frankie Frankie Edgar and Yair Rodriguez. Uh, Yair Rodriguez, I think, is a mean dude at 145. And I think Frankie, Frankie Edgar, the former lightweight champion at 155, not only got his hands full, I think he's got his hands tied. Because I think that Rodriguez is just the better fighter overall, and it's, it's sort of doomsville for Frankie Edgar. I hope he's getting paid a lot of money. Because, you know, these guys, time and time again, I keep repeating the, the mantra of the USC, and that's to put these guys in death match after death match instead of being able to fight, you know, a Pedro Fernandez here or a Scott Cuddy here or, or anybody. I mean, even like, like our boss here, Ron, you want an easy fight? Take on me. In other words, there's no easy fights for these guys. I mean, they're fighting death match after death match after death match, and it's just not any good, I think, for your longevity or your health. I mean, how long are you going to last? Let's look at, let's, let me look at Frankie Edgar's career here for just for a second. I mean, of course, the former lightweight champion that's at 155. And you look at his records here, of course, he lost three fights in a row. That was in 2012 to Benson Henderson. Benson Henderson, of course, that was for the lightweight title twice. Then he dropped down. And he lost to, at 145, to Jose Aldo, okay, at UFC 156. Okay, comes back with one, two, three, four, uh, five wins over guys like Cub Swanson, BJ Penn, done. Uriah Favor, probably done. Chad Mendez, not so done. Then, of course, loses to Aldo, beats Jeremy Stevens. And the next time out, you know, he's putting the front and center here in this main event. Is he worth it? Yes, he is. He's that good of a fighter. But he's that good of a fighter... He's as good of a fighter to where you probably want to give him a couple of easy fights. And this is not an easy fight. It just isn't. I mean, it just isn't. And when you put him in against a guy like Rodriguez, the chances are that there's going to be a whole lot of damage done. And in my mind, Rodriguez wins this fight. He's just younger. He's stronger. I mean, he's, I think he's, what is he? he he's lost like one fight. He's 11 and 10 and 1, something like that. I mean, he's amazing, man. He's got those, those, those spinning, he's got, he's got all the tools that you need to succeed in the world of mixed martial arts. There's no doubt about it. Some of the honors that he, of course, hasn't had too many championships. He was the FMP, whatever that is. Mexico, oh, Mexican Fighters Promotions. Uh, whoa, okay. Uh, featherweight Championship, that was one time. UFC Ultimate Fighter, of course. He was in the Ultimate Fighter Latin America. He was the tournament winner, performance of the night, twice, two times. As far as that was, turned fighter of the night twice. Of course, looking at his record, beat BJ Penn his last time out. 
man, that shouldn't, they call that the performance of the night. How the hell can you front kick and knock out a 55-year-old former lightweight champion at 145 and brag and boast about it? That's just not too cool. Alex Caceres was the guy before that. Andre Fihi before that. Dan Hooker before that. Now, I'm going down these this list of uh, of opponents of Rodriguez, and this doesn't tell you that he's going to go out there and smoke Frankie Edgar. It sort of tells you he's going to go out there and, and be competitive, if not lose to Frankie Edgar when you look at their competition. But I just think that Edgar maybe is in a position right now at 145 to where he can't win because losing the weight, losing an additional 10 pounds, he was dying to make 155, okay? And now he's fighting at 145. It's sort of like cutting off, you know, think about that appendage you never want to lose. Well, think about that one and another one because you probably have to cut off two appendages to make uh, <laughs> 10 pounds. Anyway, that's the UFC card. Of course, UFC coming to you live on pay-per-view, of course, from Dallas, Texas, in the house that Mark Cuban beat, the home of the Dallas uh, Mavericks, the American Airlines, Rines, Miocic, and Dos Santos. But looking ahead on the UFC calendar, of course, the Swede, the mighty Swede, governed this area, taking on, uh, take their back, Alex, G- Alex Gustafson taking on Glover to Syria. That's going to be May 28th, of course, from Stockholm, Sweden. That's that's going to pack the house because there's no doubt about it. I mean, Gustafson, he's a guy over there. He came within a whisker of winning the light heavyweight championship against John Jones. But after that, of course, had a couple of uh, – had a not-so-stellar outing. But, you know, he's he can fight, man. He can really, really fight. But will it be enough to take on Glover to Syria's hard punching? Maybe so. I think Gustafson needs to get him on the ground, work him on the ground. But then Tessaria being the Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy welcomes that. So it's a clash of styles. Who's going to prevail, the stand-up of Gustafson or the takedown of Glover Tessaria? The co-main event, got another win, uh, guy with a horrible name, Volkart Azamadir, taking on Misha Circleman. It says light heavyweight, so I don't think those are women. Might be. Don't know, but I might. I'm just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> Misha, what a name. If you're a fighter named Misha, isn't that sort of like being a boy named Sue here in the United States? I mean, think about that. Some other fighters on the card, and eh, not all that hot, but the bottom line is you won't have to pay for that as far as pay-per-view is concerned. The next pay-per-view card on the UFC calendar is probably one that you want to circle your date on the calendar because June the 3rd looks pretty good. Whether you watch the fight live or happen to watch it on some pirated internet channel, Jose Aldo's the champion, of course, 145. The aforementioned Scarface, a twice-beaten fighter, having lost to uh, Conor McGregor in 12 seconds before that, losing a, a stoppage fight to a karate guy. That was a 155, taking on Max Holloway in the main event. Both these guys are considered champions at 145. And Claudia Gadella is taking on Carolina Kay. That's a women's fight at 115. Of course, Vito Belfort and Nate Maycart. Nate Maycart, man, what, two guys are way... These guys are like 95, making 100 years old. Anyway, that's the next UFC pay-per-view card. I suggest you not pay for it. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let's get out of this hot sun into a nice, cool bar. In a few minutes, honey. Talking heavyweight boxing, of course, the heavyweight division, Anthony Joshua, Vladimir Klitschko, of course, being erased from that picture by Joshua a fortnight ago. Alexander Povetkin, twice uh, busted for drugs. We don't even count him as far as top 10 is concerned. Deontay Wilder, 38, no, of course, out of uh, Mobile, Alabama. Hmm, the next guy there on the card, Luis Ortiz, 28, no, of course, out of Cuba. And the man out of New Zealand, 23, no, the WBO champion, Joseph Parker. So here's where it goes. Parker, Ortiz, Wilder, and Johnson, Joshua are the four best heavyweights. They need to go round and round. This is no doubt about it, okay? Joseph Parker is going to take on Tyson Fury's cousin, Huey Fury, in the next couple of months. Of course, they'll settle that score. Parker moves into the mix. Parker needs to fight Joshua, of course, for all the marbles in front of 90,000 people. Man, 90,000 people in front of and ninety in Wembley Stadium. Of course, Klitschko, as I said, out of the picture. Deontay Wilder. He wants to do his thing with Joshua. They want to do it next year. I think Wilder's starting to get a little bit long in the tooth. Why do I say that? 2004 Olympic gold medal, 2000, 2008 Olympic bronze medalist. But he's just he's just looking older in pictures. I see. In other words, he's aging uh, by photographs. So what I'm trying to tell you is he needs to get his time and get it done. Anyway, Wilder, 38 and 0. Ortiz with 27 and 0. Vladimir Klitschko out of the picture. Joshua 19 and 0. Parker 23 and 0. These heavyweights are the guys, folks. This is the future of the heavyweight division. Just no doubt about it. In fact, check it out. BoxRec.com. Look at the heavyweight records. See what you think. Who is the best heavyweight in the world? Is it Joshua right now? He's owned that crown all by himself? Well, that's the subject for another day and another show. I thank you so much for tuning in to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Until next time, peace, love, and much respect. 